Thanks to our sponsor, Smooth Eye Balls. Go to smoothvibeballs.com forward slash 3mtpod or use 3mtpod at the checkout for 15% off. Person, Sean Bean. Place, a bathroom. Genre, an advert. Interior, a hallway in a house. Roger Moore is walking through and knocks on the door of the bathroom. What's taking so long, Sean? We need to make it to the ad shoot. I know, but they've asked my costume to be speedos, and I can't do that with the current state of my shire, if you catch my drift. Roger goes into his pocket to produce a Smooth My Balls Turf Chopper 3.0. Here, try this. I used one of these on the sets of one of my films. It was such a fine, accurate and close shave that I was able to write 007 in my pubic glen. The door unlocks and opens enough for a hand to pop out and grab it. Oh, cheers, Rog. We hear some buzzing and the door opens again. We get a shot from behind Sean, looking up through his legs at a startled Roger. Oh my, Sean, your horn of Gondor is showing, and it looks marvellous. The screen fades to black. Thanks to our sponsor, Smooth My Balls. Go to smoothmyballs.com forward slash 3mtpod or use 3mtpod at the checkout for 15% off. And welcome to the second episode of the new series of Three Monkeys and a Typewriter. Very exciting. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Archie Keen, and I'm joined by the withered Oliver Harry. Hello. And the damp Josh Jones. <laughs> Hello. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. How do you think about that? Ollie's on with the fucking rain. <laughs> so, yeah, can you hear and, that? It's like a thunderstorm outside hear, now. Yeah, you might hear some rain in, well, no, in Ollie's audio. I, I think it's quite good. I think it's it's, 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 it's ambiance. It's, it's quite. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, very good. This week we are doing um, a bank. Um, the the what, what am I trying to say? The prompt even. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean the, the prompt? What are the prompt? We, what's this? What what's this show? What's the concept? Oh, of course. Sorry. So this show, if you're just tuning in uh, for this episode, for some reason, um, it <laughs> is uh, a script writing podcast where each week we roll some random prompts, a scene, uh, a place, a person and a genre of film. And we each write a five page script and then we read them and then we laugh and you listen and you bloody love it. <laughs> uh, and uh, the prompts for this week were a bank robber and a bank um, which I think are the two most cohesive and like together, like synced up, I guess, kind of prompts that we've had so far. Um, and then the third one, which might make it a bit tricky, is the fact that it's meant to be either a documentary or a mockumentary. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know what Ollie might have written, but um, you know, if there are some criminals on a dark, rainy street at night, then maybe his uh, his his rainy roof will fit in absolutely fine. Absolutely peachy, <laughs> might I say, Josh. Actually, if you let me finish. Postman um, peachy. Postman peachy, very good. Um, sorry about last week, if you listened to that, because um, just for what it was, I'm sorry you had to uh, Sorry, you had to listen to that. But um, 
this episode, I think, will be much more of a, uh, a return to the usual form. Um, hopefully, I assume at least a lot less smut and weird um, innuendo and all sorts of stuff, all sorts of nasty um, non-PG stuff in this episode. So, uh, Ollie, how did you how did you find it this week? This week, uh, I quite enjoyed just being quite innocent for once. Mm. You know, I, I enjoyed cleansing my mind. <laughs> You're the bank robber. And I feel like that's a theme with you this this series. Your your script last week was probably the most innocent of them all, and then again this week, we assume. Yeah, I think you know I'm trying to access a more innocent, almost childlike part of my uh, my psyche, uh, whereas mm. usually it's it's quite dark and aggressive and and warped. So. <laughs> Not um, to, um, this is a good one. No, I was just going to say not not to prompt anything, but um, obviously last season for those avid listeners, we had the famous Singuini Linguini, who was <laughs> the <laughs> fucking maniac that inhabited Ollie for a couple of months there back in the early months of um, lockdown twenty one. Um, and uh, you know, I don't want to preempt anything because I know we're only two episodes in. But do you think there's a name for the character that's you know the seemingly innocent child of a character that's uh, inhabited you for this season, Oliver? Well, I tell you what, I'm because it would be too presumptuous to own name for myself. Of course, because usually the fans do it for you. I'd say your task by the end of the episode, you have to come up with a new name for my for my theme. Me or, and of course, or, out, or out, Josh well, and yeah, I. You two, you, Josh and you, and the listeners too. The listeners, when you upload this to Spotify, you're listening to it, or iTunes, or whatever, you'll comment on our Instagram accounts what you think my name is. Brilliant. That's a, if you that, care. Say that's my little, name. That's a fun little game. Say my name. That's a nice little game. Um, I, I think, Josh, that for us, uh, Josh, for the end of this episode, do you want to do an, a whole name each? Or do you want to do a first? One yes. Of us do, one of us do the first name and one of us do the last name. I like that one. Like Mad Libs. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> you do a okay, noun, I'll do an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll do first name, you do last name? Yeah, sure. Amazing. Right. Um. So... Uh, Back to the topic at hand, gents, um, if I may call you as such. Um, how did you find writing um, the script for this I've, episode? I've I've realised a terrible... I wrote... I got the prompts wrong, mate. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, I wrote another porno. No, there's with no a, way. With a bank robber and a bank. Okay. No, I'm joking. I right. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Every um, one of my scripts I hand porn into. Like it's like every, a documentary every, about yeah, making every, porn that, in a bag. So Ollie's, Ollie's theme is innocence, and then to counter that, Josh's theme for the entire series is that he ignores the genre role and it's <laughs> just always writes porn. porn. No matter what, no matter what the prompts are. Um, yeah, which are you guys fans of? Um, well, I don't want to call it. Um, don't want to like narrow us down into a particular sort of type of film, but I, I was going to say heist genre, like a bank robber, like criminals, like. Oh, I love like, a, I love like, a heist. Like, yeah, I I I um. So I I have a an an obsession with films. I watch a lot of them, and right. I have a website which I upload all of like my rankings for films when I watch films and all that. I'll give them a little star rating, and I said to my mate, I think subconsciously I add like half a star to any film that's a heist film 
Like, even if it doesn't deserve it, I just love it that little bit more because it's a heist film. I love a well-done heist film. Favourite heist film, go. Oh, I, I, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a good one, isn't it, Ollie? Oh, or rec- excellent, recently, excellent. recently, Logan Lucky. Oh. Logan Lucky's okay. also really good. Yeah. That- also, Steven, Steven Soderbergh, same same guy. Yes, yeah. same guy. It took me, took me like... Took me by Underrated. storm, that did. Yeah, it, it completely flew below my radar. I didn't think it was going mm. to be the film it was when I went in. And I watched it and I went, yeah. oh my God, amazing. Absolutely nice. amazing. Brilliant. Very nice. I guess I guess the fact that it's specifically a bank robber and a bank lends itself more to like the heist film kind of things. But there's also there was also that period in the 2000s of like British crime films, like Layer Cake and uh, Snatch and films yeah. like that. So you got I know that like... Yeah, the Guy Ritchie style of thing. I, I know that, like, uh, you know, we're all fans of those kind of films as well. So have either of you gone down that kind of route or more of the Steven Soderbergh, like, classy, like, oceans kind of neither of a, of a criminal thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, fuck me then. Go on. <laughs> G- genuinely, neither. I mean, but also, remember, you, you, we're doing a mockumentary. Oh, that's very true. I keep forgetting. This isn't a high but no, it's not. But I guess, but I guess, like, well, I don't know. Then again, like, not to spoil anything about mine, but like the obvious, like, I guess if it's like you know a, a bank robber and a bank, like the obvious thing to me seemed to be like a robbery of some kind. So, oh do yeah, you care, either of you care to shed any more like light? Well, mine's on because it's a documentary. Thoughts? It's more reflective of. But equally, like oh, okay. I, I, so I didn't know whether to go because we we didn't specify this again. This was an odd one that we did. I was like, why didn't we put documentary and mockumentary as separate things? Mm. And I sort of get it because I think with our our style of writing, especially when you're trying to yeah. cram it into five minutes, I think any documentary you make ends up being a bit funny. So yeah. it, and also, it and undermines also it's, it. But, and also, like, I feel, I feel like the reason we combined them was that like so that you could feel the freedom to sort of go down either route like when i think mockumentary my mind immediately goes to the office but there are other does it really is that the first one kind of for me yeah honestly it's it's the the film the tour de force of comedy that is spinal tap i think that is the best mockumentary do you want to hear something tragic you've never seen it have you i've never seen it oh my god it is genuinely probably like along with like airplane it's probably one of the best comedy movies ever yeah i've heard if it's not the good. best it's I've like seen, i've seen bits from it and it looks incredible but i just, just never got around to it oh my god but also it was it was i'm pretty sure spinal tap is what gave the world the word mockumentary right yeah i think it was that and um oh god what's his name rob reiner who directs okay. it? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. He he came um, up with the word mockumentary. I'm I'm all, yeah. I'm almost certain that that is that that was the first mockumentary. Yeah, um, and I still think it's it's one of the greatest. I mean, I guess I guess the reason uh, that like I think we did combine the two genres into one is that it's 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 in it's. Um, uh, inherently a weird thing to fake script a real documentary because a documentary is by nature like you you know it's like it's it's um it's finding out stuff it's like it's it's factual it's like yeah. interviewing people and like go and like so and so to write a fictional 
factual thing and have it not be funny especially as it's like us doing this seems like a very odd thing so i think i think yeah you're right in that any any like if we hadn't put mockumentary in the title we probably would have ended up in a similar sort of vein to where we are now anyway i assume um Mm. yeah hello no i get i no i totally agree (laughs) i I was just thinking about like i i yeah i think that the mashing of them together helps. I don't think that any of us, as you say, could have ever done a documentary unless, you yeah. know, we went and, you know, researched the fucking, what is it? What's the, what's the famous British one? Funny enough, there's been a film know. about it. Blue Planet. No, the fucking heist, mate. The the robbery. What's it called? Oh, the Great Train oh, the Hatton Garden job. Hmm? No. No, the... the Great Train Robbery. Yeah, the Hatton Garden. Garden. Yeah, that's that. it. Yeah, Hatton Garden. Yeah. And What's that? The Hatton Garden robbery is like... It's like, what, six or eight old geezers just fucking robbed them, like... Yeah. Wasn't that... Robbed tendon, some wasn't diamonds. That, what, the film... Didn't Michael Caine... Wasn't that a film with Michael Caine? Or was that just yeah, a they, they did like a, that? No, they did a... Yeah, they did a film of it. Oh, nice. But it was a real thing. Oh, wow. Only a few years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Ten years ago. Ollie, do you have a favourite, um, uh, well, I guess like robber-themed film, but also mockumentary? Any of your sort of favourites? Um, yeah, robber films. Well, my favourite film, if you could call it that, of all time is The Italian Job, the original yeah. one. So oh, yeah. That's yeah, a bit of, of a heist film. Yeah, 100%. It kind of helped set the template for British heist films. Um, so I suppose that really... And cars. <laughs> cars exactly yeah and i mean without wishing to toot my own horn uh i mean I've, recently i've done quite a lot of different short films that are basically based on bank robbers and gangsters and stuff so i suppose i don't know why i just find it like quite an easy genre to fall into and make it funny but also serious and i think it's quite a nice melding of different sub-genres if that makes sense mm-hmm. interesting anyway. I, I can't wait yeah, should we get I on can't with it? wait. I think we should. I think we should get on with it. Um, I'm gagging. Following, yeah, following on from that, um, I would like you to go first, Ollie, if you don't mind. Oh, me? Okay, sure. Yeah. Is yours okay. a rapid getaway? It is, yes. That's fab. Um, if if you are if you are cutting this, I just realised uh, in that break I totally forgot to go to the loo. I went and got a drink. I'm gonna oh, can I run get, to the loo? Yeah, Otherwise, I'm gonna be itching. Unbelievable! Well, I know. Gonna, well, <laughs> Josh, you know what's gonna you know what's gonna happen now. Oh God! Sort of <laughs> You're gonna riff. ramp for about five minutes, and that's gonna be kind of like, <laughs> yeah. right. I'll see you in a sec. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I, I doubt it will live up to the original riff that was meant. The original years. was pretty fucking good. I don't remember a single thing from it. I don't remember what any of the jokes or any of the content from it, but people have said they liked it, so... Yeah. That says a lot about our planned content, doesn't it? Does, it does, not it? Maybe this should just be the podcast. Yeah. I mean, we were kind of the there. Josh like, goes to the get, toilet just podcast. Get, get rid of Josh. Say that he's coming I back think, at some point. And yeah. Then, and then we'll just do this, you know? He is the weak link. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like, 
I, I feel I've, happier. I've, yeah. I feel I feel lighter. I feel I've I'm smiling uncontrollably right now, and I'm like, oh, what am I? Smiling? I actually feel quite uncomfortable when he's on air. I don't know what it is. It's, it's just tense. Um, it's very tense. Yeah, he gives off some vibe, but I just don't. Yeah, can't deal with. Yeah, it is. It is odd having known him for so long, and it's just yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, why it's, I, sad, it's, really. it's why I suggested we take the fucking season break. If I'm honest, I mean, I love doing this, and I, you know, it's nothing else I'd rather do. And I could just do this forever and ever and ever. But just fuck, like, oh mate, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have stopped. I, I'll be, I've been going all summer long. Yeah, but I just needed, I just, 40. I just needed like four months away from him. You know, something about his voice, it just grating. There's lead that leatherhead twang. You know, it's just, it just yeah. Grating, very grating. Yeah, when he comes back, just act like we haven't been talking. Just yeah, talk about no, something course, else. Make some, do some crappy impression, and I'll do. Yeah, yeah, okay, we'll do. Uh, who should we do? I reckon you uh, should do Roger Moore. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, Ollie, you, you go. For it. <laughs> hello, Josh Jones. <laughs> oh, hello. We haven't been talking about you. <laughs> no, not at all. I wonder how long he's. He's been back for Oliver. <laughs> Long enough to hear your scheming. <laughs> no, there's no schemes here. <laughs> That's more George Takai, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, but Ollie, seriously, just like just just grin and bear it, man. Like seven more episodes, and then we're fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. Ditch we'll it. talk about it off air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. just give me a ring. Just give, give, give me a ring anytime. Yeah, yeah, I will do. I will yeah, do. I love you. Uh, right, Josh, you fucking ready? Yeah, 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 ready, mate. I can't wait. Fucking hell. I want to go to bed at some point. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. I took two minutes. Oh, it's my script. Right, okay. Uh, cast. Do you have a nice poo, Josh? What? Was it a poo? No. I was going to say. Okay. That, that would have been casting. That, that would have been quick. That was an Archie poo <laughs> if, if, if ever I saw one. <laughs> Honestly, it's a shame, but I've slowed down in my later years. I now, I now take a, a leisurely, you know, 10 minutes. Hour. <laughs> sometimes longer <laughs> okay casting I would like Archie to be the narrator okay I would like Josh to be Tony uh, let's check the characters do you have lines I'll be Chantel and Should I be I Johan, like, yeah? Yeah, he'd be Johan, <laughs> and Archie could be Dapper Gentleman. Okay, not to... I'm sorry, who, are, who am I actually being? Sorry. You're, you are Tony. I'm Tony. Uh, oh, shoot, you haven't got other roles, so you could be Chantel as well. All right, cool. So I'm narrator, Josh is Tony and Chantel, and you're just Dapper Gentleman. And you're Dapper Gentleman. I'm Dapper well. Gentleman and the narrator. Who's yeah. interviewer? Yeah. Oh, I could be interviewer. Doesn't really matter. It's not one line. Cool. Okay. Nice. Exterior. Outside bank. Day. Generic shots of a suburban bank branch. People walk past. Cars wait at the traffic lights outside. Sorry, I should have asked. What's the what kind of vibe for the narrator? What do you want me to do? Um. Yes. In terms of your voice, yeah, it's that early nineties, like almost like airport voice like that mm, sort of I get you, uh, right. posh British female one who's like today's Wednesday which means for general manager right, Tony I get you. Okay. like that yeah today's Wednesday which for general manager Tony means a long walk to the vaults perfect 
Interior, interview room, day. A fat, balding, middle-aged man sits in an uncomfortable office chair, facing the camera. He adjusts a part of his cheap Primark shirt, which is tucked into his equally natty trousers. This is Tony. Tony in a thick estuary accent, so a bit, bit Essex, a bit like geezer. Yeah. It's a difficult job, basically, because you need to turn the alarms off, turn them on again, and yeah, I mean, that's it, basically. Cut to interior bank vault day. Tony is trudging along the long corridor to the vaults. He stopped for breath halfway along, then notices the camera's following him and trudges on. Interior, front desk, bank, day. A standard soul-sapping scene. Grandmas wheezing along, struggling to get hold of their boomer bucks. Grotesque mums from the local estate failing to control their bratty kids while nursing a Greg's ham and cheese slice. And a few uh, board attendants who are dotted around. The camera then zooms in on a vapid 19-year-old girl behind the desk. Her badge says, Chantelle. She's the sort of person who might one day sport a little princess on board sign in the back of her Ford C-Max. But that day has not yet come. Chantelle has only just joined People's Bank Croydon, but she's smart, friendly and eager to learn. As the narrator says this, a dapper gentleman in a suit walks in. He is holding an umbrella, suspicious considering the lack of rain and the keys to an early Aston Martin rapide. It's the sort of role you could see Timothy Dalton playing in his sleep. He saunters up to the desk where Chantelle is busy making a likeness of TV's morph with her chewing gum. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. Another customer. Let's see how Chantelle gets on. Can I help you? You most certainly can, my dear. The dapper gentleman smiles and waits for her acknowledgement of his roguish bravado, bravado which never materialises. Oh, well, I need to withdraw some money. A fair chunk of it, in fact. A heap. A fat stack. Is that something you could help with, uh, Chantelle? Chantelle, completely underwhelmed by his lazy attempt at flirting, picks up the phone. It looks like Chantelle has found herself a sugar daddy. Interior, bank vault, same time. Tony is busy punching a code into an alarm when the phone rings. Give me a strength. Who is it now? He picks up the phone. Hello? Interior, front desk, bank, same time. Chantelle speaks down the phone, still looking at the dapper gentleman. There's a man here who wants to withdraw a lot of money. Interior interview room, day. Chantelle is now sat in the uncomfortable chair. I mean, like, I've always wanted a rich man. Like, I don't want to sound shallow or anything, right? But every little helps, doesn't it? Would you have seen yourself marrying this man? Nah, <laughs> too old, isn't he? But I do like them bad boys. Interior, bank vault, continuous. Tony is still on the phone, visibly sweating. Well, that is generally what a bank is for, isn't it? Alright, I'll tell you what. I'll finish up here and come back. 
Interior, front desk, bank, same time. The dapper gentleman grows tired of Satchantel's lazy abuse of the Queen's English and pulls an <laughs> MP5 submachine gun out, of, out from under his Savile Row blazer. Excuse me, this is a robbery. A robbery is in process. I have a shooter and I have a severe dislike of linguistic fillers. <laughs> is that alright? Yes, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> what do you think of it so far? I, uh, uh, nothing's happened, does it? It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like cost- the it's like that little bit in a Guy Ritchie before the actual like credits have opened. You know when they're just sort of going through the characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I guess it's like yeah, it is. That it's like that little snippet of like, oh, this is why the dapper gentleman is a bad guy, and this is like the clip that they show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, d- I just don't know. Um, I, I just, um, I'm very much enjoying it. I just like genuinely don't know where it's going. Like, I don't know what. No, no, no. It's, it's not really going anywhere, to be honest with you, but we'll find out. <laughs> oh, good. Um, good. <laughs> that's fine then. The other, cu- the other customers drop to the floor or scream and run out of the building. There are ham and cheese slices everywhere. Why? What the fuck are you doing? Uh, no, because they were eating Greg's ham and cheese slices. Did you not oh, hear? Yeah. Sorry, I must have missed that. Apologies, that's on me. Uh, <laughs> I thought John was saying, what the fuck are you doing to me? Like, what the fuck are you doing no. to us? Yeah. <laughs> what, Carry what on. the fuck are you doing? This is like fully armed in that. Hands behind your Shouting. heads, please. I won't hurt you unless you fail to give me what I would like. <laughs> he points the gun squarely at Chantel. Now this is a turn up for the books, Chantel's first robbery. Now I wonder what she's going to do. <laughs> we'll find out after the break. Cut to advert, Spit Marvin's Ale Pies. Is, is this oh, me as Oh shit, well? voiceover artist. Um, go on, you I'll do it. it. Yeah, go Take for it. it away. Yeah, yeah go for it. <laughs> What's the, where, at Spit Marvin's, we pride ourselves on only using 100% locally sourced meats. That's why you can chomp away sound in the knowledge that there's no cancerous, awful, soggy pastry or sad cows contained in your lunch. Peace of mind, we're sure. Especially if you want little Johnny to grow up big and strong rather than big and thick. Spit Marvings, the family choice. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Interior, front desk, bank. Dapper gentleman still has Chantel at gunpoint, who doesn't seem too phased about the situation. Show me to your vaults, missy. <coughs> <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just opened my mouth. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> you just open your mouth. <laughs> you know when you're like... Like a... Uh, when you talk, yeah. <laughs> no, you know when you like <laughs> moisten your mouth. I just choked on it. Um, uh. Right, so can we cut? <laughs> no, we're not cutting that. No, That's it, no Josh, expand on it's that. It's funny that my more time. My sputum. <laughs> um, um, okay, but like, don't hurt me, yeah? I wouldn't dream of it. But I must warn you, my wit can cause serious damage to your sides. Chantal guides him down to the vault, still at gunpoint. Oh my god, I spelled two wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's so embarrassing. Oh sorry. <laughs> These two lovebirds are getting along like a house on fire. But who could resist a tweed waistcoat like that? Interior bank vault continuous. Tony looks up to see Chantel being pushed towards the vault keypad with the butt of a submachine gun. Oh, what the bloody hell is going on here? 
The dapper gentleman notices that Tony has the alarm codes in his hand. Realising that the vault doors are open, he goes ahead and opens them, then starts filling his Burton man bag with swag. Money, money, money. Chantel's the honey in a big man's world. Oh, can you not sing that, please? Apologies, my dear. Rather crass of me. I just bloody love money. What are you robbing from us, anyway? Doesn't look like you need it. Have you ever heard of a monster called <laughs> Currency Debasement? Where banks and governments steal from the poor to give to themselves? Well, I'm what you might call Robin Hood. Stealing the money back and giving, a, giving it to a worthy cause. Me. It's still theft. Theft? Theft? My dear sir, until you have bought an Aston Martin Rapide when it first launched and watched its value fall faster than a badger without a parachute. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Always the car. An Aston Martin Rapide when it first launched and watched its value fall faster than a badger without a parachute. You do not know the true meaning of theft. Fair enough, mate. I don't really know what's going on with my voice, sorry. No, it's good. Ah, <laughs> uh, we all love a happy ending. Is it too early to say he's stolen Chantel's heart? Find out next week on Bank Account. What it's like to work in Britain's smallest bank, sponsored by Spit Marvin's Pastry. Until then, bye-bye. Blimey. Now, I haven't read it back, and now I've read it back, I, I just don't understand what the fuck I've written. <laughs> Sometimes I just feel like I've just taken my brain out, and I just sort of... I don't even remember writing it. You don't remember writing this? Four. Yeah, I only wrote it four hours ago. Fucking hell. Josh? <laughs> Say something. I mean... So... <laughs> You've ca you've definitely captured the documentary thing, but like sure, I was sure, fully sure. expecting someone to die as to why it was just Chantel who was getting the cutaway interview. <laughs> oh yeah, fair enough. Well, no, um, Tony had one as well. I just thought you know it, it's a did he? Episode it was it's like, is this like Johan had lines? <laughs> Tony yeah, had an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I no, he did. He, he had he had one. He had one on the on the first page. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't. So there you go. He did. He's t he talks to camera. He does a whole bit where he's like, it's a difficult job, basically. You spoke it. You said these lines. Yeah, <laughs> it's your character. Josh. Oh, yeah, that was to camera. Right, yeah, sorry. That poo really took it out of you, didn't it? Oh, <laughs> shut <laughs> up, my God. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Anyway, yeah. Shut I, didn't up. Even poo. I, didn't even, I didn't even do a poo. <laughs> um, I don't well, poo. I, think, yeah, that's that's gross. <laughs> I, think, I think Josh is being really rude, Ollie, because I really liked it. No, I really oh, liked thank it. Thank you. Josh, you called it shit. 
<laughs> you called it the worst script you've ever written. You said that. I've just got, got your te- own line. I've just got a text from you saying that was the worst thing I've ever had to lay my eyes on. And it's, I just think that's really weird. Sorry, when Ollie asked us for like constructive comments halfway through, you stayed silent. You didn't know what to say, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, because sure. I was in awe. Fair, I was I, in awe. I, was, I, was, I, was I stayed silent as well. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've read that back, and I think that there is a, it's a flawed script. I think that oh. uh, it doesn't really go anywhere. And uh, however, I kind of did consciously do that because I thought, well, this is going to be an episode of a documentary series that's deliberately boring about a, about a bank. Yeah. Like most episodes will be them having the struggle of having to sit at a front desk and go through documents. So I thought, you know, the fact that they've played down the robbery and made it look like it's it sort of happens every week. Mm. Um, it's kind of you know. I like to think the boringness of it is is part of the the genre. That's very true. It's, a, uh, it's not it's just a very, my lack of writing prowess. Yeah, it's a very certain style of documentary that it was is almost. Uh, well, no, it's not quite. Uh, it's, but it's like almost the the like very mundane, like everyday kind of documentary that The Office was trying to like copy. Yeah, that's of. exactly what I was going for. I was In going the, for that mundane nineties thing. Yeah. And yeah, I think anyway. I, I think you definitely achieved that. I think it's um, Dear it's three good. on the uh, counters it, it, it is. Argos. <laughs> I like yeah, the, exactly. I like the advert. Dear three. I love the advert. Uh, it was really fleshing this world building. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Spit Marbles might turn in a future script. Oh really? In a post-Linguini world. Oh yeah. Some continuity yeah. in this universe. The the Ollie the cinematic name. universe. Yeah. Yeah, Tarantino has red apple cigarettes and I have... Spit Marvings. Spit Marvings. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, moving swiftly on, please. Jesus. Uh, okay. Well, I thought that was... Um, I thought that was really something. And... Uh, Thank you. I am going to suggest Josh's script to follow. Oh, joy. You should go next, Josh. Right, open up the script, boys. Excited. Oh, don't be. Uh, right, can. Can. Uh, Archie, can you play yeah, me. the interviewer? <laughs> the interviewer? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Ollie, can you play Trevor? And I'll sure. play Bob. Um, it's a three man show. Right. Very nice. Open on a picture of two police officers. Oh, can you be narrator as well, Archie, please? It's the same vibe as Ollie's thing. No, more like, more extreme, more like a, you know, like a making a murder documentary. Uh Uh-huh. PC Bob and PC Trevor were partners on the force. They had stopped burglaries, murders, drug dealers and everything in between. They'd saved man and kitten alike. They were best friends. Until they weren't. 
The picture flashes negative and the opening credits begin. We see these police officers' pictures, files mark things like redacted, top secret, suspect file, etc. Blood pours on the screen. We see random famous criminals until finally it settles on the first picture we saw, but this time with a tear in it. As the camera zooms in, the tear becomes bigger, dividing it in two, splitting the men. And then we see the words emerge from the tear. The heist without hesitation. The screen fades to black before lightening again. We come up on a man leading the camera to a point on a pavement before pointing to, at the building opposite. Uh, Trevor, give me some background. PC Trevor. Authoritative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, Go on. on. It's you. Well, well, what accent? Where's he from? Uh, wherever you want. One that I can match, because I've got to be Bob. There. <laughs> That's where it went down. That's where the bank was. Oh, I knew you were going to go Scottish. <laughs> what? That was Irish, it's wasn't actually... it? <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a very... I thought that was Northern Irish. Irish. Apologies. I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> right. He points... <laughs> That's how shit my impression He was. points to the building on the opposite side of the road. It says, Bishopsbury Medical Practice. So it's become a medical practice. How long has it been like that? Fuck knows. It's always been a medical practice. Oh, that's very good. Um, but you just said that's where the bank was. Yeah. That's where the sperm bank that Bob Roth was. Trevor is staring straight-faced at the interviewer. The camera turns so that he is in view. His mouth is agape and he turns to the camera before putting his hand over the lens. The screen cuts to black and text comes up. The following is a conversation that the mics picked up shortly after this clip. A sperm bank? You didn't tell me this project was about a sperm bank. What do you mean you didn't know? How the fuck could you not? What do you mean, does it make a difference? It's a pretty big fucking difference, Kevin. This was meant to be my first great credit. No, it can't still be. Who wants to watch a documentary about a sperm bank robbery? No, you wouldn't. What do you mean it's too late? Too late for what? Paid up front. Netflix expect this film. Surely not this one. Well, I'm not doing it. No, find someone else. What clause in my contract? I I didn't. Oh. Oh, fuck me. Fine. The black screen fades away and into a similar shot as before we left it. So, as I was saying, no, that's got what... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... Hang on. He's moved. That's where the sperm bank was. You're just Celtic. You're Celtic. I'm Celtic. That's where the sperm bank was. <laughs> Actually, now I think it might still be there. A man is walking to the door of the practice when Trevor calls to him. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Maybe Trevor does need an accent. Oi, oi. Geezer. Yeah, yay. Yeah, yay. Yay, geezer. Is the sperm bank still there? The stranger hurries in, giving a thumbs up. Oh, it's still there. We should go and have a look. I can take you through it in more detail. Sorry, just to confirm for my records, you are a policeman, aren't you? Yes. Locally? Yes. Why? How would you not know if there was a sperm bank there at the scene of the crime in your town that you were involved with? Well, I try to put the whole thing behind me, block it out, 
You know, it was quite traumatic. Put a real strain on mine and Bob's relationship. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Uh, okay, let's go in and you can tell me what happened and how Bob ended up in jail. Cool. Do you want me to ring him? I'm sorry, I don't follow. Ring who? Bob. I could have him here in a jiffy to take you through his side. But he's in jail. He robbed a bank. What do you mean you could have him here? Well, he was in jail, but he's out. Robbing a sperm bank doesn't really hold the highest legal ramifications. He may as well have nicked some earrings from Claire's accessories. Oh my god. <clears throat> Turns to the cameraman. Is any of your information correct, or are we just making shit up now? Am I on a prank show? Is this what this is? <laughs> you got me. Now you can come out and tell me that this is a joke. Any moment now, come out. Tell me this is a joke. Please. Please. This has got to be a joke. During this, Trevor is on the phone in the background and we hear affirmations and positive acknowledgements. He hangs up and turns to the interviewer, cutting him off. He's on his way. Dramatic music comes in and a brief montage of pictures of Bob appear on screen. They show him at Christmas with a hat on, in the garden with a barbecue, and laughing at a wedding. The image lingers on him laughing and zooms in on his face before coming back to the street. A car pulls up and Bob steps out. Trev! He walks open arm to Trevor and they embrace. So, the infamous Bob, how are you? Uh, is it weird to be back here? You mean back with my boy at the site of our greatest escapade? It feels good. I'm feeling good. So you're from Southern Ireland. So that's yeah, interesting. <laughs> we're on the border. That's very interesting. Despite you know, we're on the border. We're near. We, we live near like Monaghan or something. That's inspiring. Oh, sure, sure. Despite the troubles, you know, they found. Yeah. Know, these two found a way. Friendship. Um, we're just two cops from two sides of the same town over wow. the border. Uh, do you want us to take through? Um, yeah, sorry. Do you want to take us through what happened that day? Sure. I robbed that place, allegedly. Well, you did. Uh, you were found guilty. Yeah, but my lawyer always says finish that sentence with allegedly. Well, um, do you want to take me through how you allegedly robbed that place? Sure. Care to walk with me? He begins to walk to the practice and everyone follows. So this here is the medical practice. It's been here for fuck knows how long. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, exactly. So old. No one knows when it first went up, but it's been there a while. Long enough that back in the day when I was strapped for cash, I'd donate here for a few bob. Uh, sorry. Wait, you donated here? I thought that you robbed the place. Whose sperm do you think I was taking? I'm not just going out seeing what batch takes my fancy and robbing that. Sorry, you robbed sperm, not even the cash they used to pay for donations. Don't be daft. I wanted my swimmers back. So anyway, back in the day I used to donate here a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. I reckon half the IVFs in this town are mine. So, I knew they had a bit of the old Bob juice in stock. So why take it back? Well, I didn't want it all back. Just enough, you know? Enough for what? Well, it's a sensitive topic. I... I was... Trevor jumps in. He was helping us. Who? Me and my wife. Trevor puts his hand on Bob's shoulder. 
Bob's the best bloke I know. Me or my wife were having difficulties. Difficulties. <laughs> having difficulties. And Bob and I obviously used to chat about it on the job. You spend your day waiting in a car, walking the same street with the same person. Personal stuff is gonna come out. So we were talking about it one day and how hard it was to choose what to do next. So I stepped up. I said he could use mine. But I wouldn't shag his missus. That's well over the line. You see, Bob's a gentleman. Now, as I say, best mate a guy could ask for. I was honoured that he wanted to help out. And I was honoured you'd ask me. They share a moment and tear up. So I told him about this place, how I had a few batches stored here. And so we hatched a plan to get them back. Under the guise of an investigation, we'd request to go to the fridge. I go in and find the pot with my name on it, and if you pardon the pun, Bob's your uncle. Or dad. And that was that. Unfortunately, Bob got caught. Took the entire rap for me. Never said my name. Can do it to you, mate. They embrace again and the camera pans to the interviewer. He looks at him and mouths, What the fuck? The camera shrugs. The interviewer returns to the men. A touching story, lads, but one thing occurs to me. Why didn't you just contact the practice and ask for the donation? Donors can't be anonymous in the UK. You'd have to... You'd have been able to pick Bob's in the first place, avoiding all of this. What? Oh. I just didn't think of that, I guess. Didn't think of that! Didn't think of that! I did time for this fucking job! I lost my job, lost my respect, lost everything! And all this time you just didn't think! The screen fades on him ranting and raving, and the picture of the two of them with the tear comes back, reversing the tear and covering the footage until it is fully repaired. A beat, then a flash of negative on the image and a tiny tear comes back at the top of the picture. That's very good. That was amazing. Holy shit. That was good. I genuinely never considered like a different type of bank, like a sperm or anything like that. Like I never would have thought to have it be like it had had to have it be a sperm bank. That's nuts. I was really worried that that was what we were all gonna come in with, because I know how you fuckers think. Yeah. I think what you did, Josh, is accidentally actually think about your script before I see it. <laughs> I think I did, yeah. To be honest, it was... It, and that's... It, yeah, it was meant to be just like a, a, a classic bank robbery. And I was right. And I literally, I put pen to paper and I was writing it. And I went, oh yeah, so that's where the bank used to be. And I was like, oh, what could go there instead? What uh, a medical practice. And I was like, oh, sperm bank. <laughs> And that was it. Fucking that hell, was literally it. It came that so, late. <laughs> that's so good. And I love that, like, I loved that because it had, it, well, there were so many layers to it and that, like, you, like, the the setup for it was a documentary, but then the fact that the interview kept, like, breaking out of it, it then broke the documentary format. So, like, you met the brief in that it was, like, a documentary, but then you went outside of that as well. I thought, yeah, it's so, it's so good. Oh, oh well, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, who are you seeing casting-wise? 
Well, after that performance, I think we've got to get Killian Murphy in here. Um, oh. <laughs> Sam, Neil. Sam Neil and Killian Murphy reunited. At long last. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really have any casting in mind. I genuinely... It, Forever, through- I will be your reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> I will be your Throughout reckoning. I genuinely- be your sperm's reckoning. I didn't know if I wanted to make them like a gay couple that were nicking it for that. And then I was like, well, no, they'd be nicking eggs, surely. Yeah. Egg bank. <laughs> nicking more sperm. <laughs> that was the thing. Bank. So I, I didn't know whether... <laughs> There'd be like a bit Fucking of comedy hell, in that so... that they like go. Oh well, we need more sperm. That's so funny. I wish I'd thought of that. Oh my god. Oh wow. cheers, dude. That's high praise. Well, if you guys, if you guys don't mind, we can get straight on with the closing script. My own. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'll just do scene directions, um, and then, um, okay, and then, Josh, could you be Monica? Um, I'm not saying I get typecast, but I feel like over this episode and the last episode, and a a lot of the previous series, (laughs) I am the women. (laughs) Oh, really? Is that true? (laughs) I think, I don't know. Okay, I've just, case, a, yeah, I've got a feminine uh, voice. Well, no, no I, 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 I'm more than again, happy. Sorry, then again, lest we forget, Josh hates women. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I for think... fuck's sake, <laughs> just for the safety of everyone. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, if you if you want to, no, I'm more than happy being okay, cool. woman. Um, so, uh, if you could play Monica and mm. Tommy, and then, uh. Um, and then Ollie, if you could play director and Baz, um, and then sure. there's only one other part, I think, but they only have one line, so I'll just um, I'll read it when it gets to it. Uh, cool. Okay, cool. Uh, interior, dark warehouse. Oh, sorry, you guys are happy for me to get on, right? Yeah. Sweet. Um, interior, dark warehouse day. We see the inside of a barren, dusty-looking warehouse. Light bleeds in from some murky windows in the background, but a spotlight of white light casts a bright circle around a plastic chair in the centre of the space. A figure steps into the light, a young, attractive and confident young woman... I already said young. uh, (laughs) A young, attractive and confident woman dressed in a business suit with tied back hair. This is Monica. Um, A small title at the bottom of the screen confirms as much. She tilts... uh, She sits in the chair... Sorry. She sits in the chair and we cut to her sat in a close-up talking head interview style. She fiddles with a lapel mic. And where are we from? Oh, just London. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's, uh, sorry, I feel like I always break these things. Is is that all right? A nervous voice from from off screen, the director, calls from off camera. Where's he from? London again. Again, everyone's, yeah, just our own accents. Yep, perfect. Oh, uh, brilliant. Uh, sorry, what was the first question? It was, uh, what was your first impression of Tommy McIntyre? 
Monica goes to speak, but we hard cut to an identical talking headshot, this time with Baz. Again, a title confirms this. He's a large, bald man dressed in leather. He <laughs> leans forward angrily in his chair. He's an absolute dickhead. That's what Tommy is. Honestly, if it weren't for me, God fucking knows where the three of us would be right now. He's a fucking piece of shit, an absolute cunt. We hard cut to another identical talking head, this time of Tommy. Weedy, straw-coloured mop of hair, a bean of a man. It's complete silence. A title saying Tommy appears beneath him. So hang on, so last bean. week was a shrimp, a shrimp of a man, now it's a bean of a man. So yeah, uh, uh, Pete... We have found man. human bean. <laughs> found human bean. Uh, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, so Pete was a, sh- was a shrimp of a man and uh, Tommy's a, a... What is it? A bean of a man, yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I, but I feel like that tells you a lot about, you know, a, a lot about each of them, but in different ways. Yeah. A, 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 yeah, yeah, a for bean, sure. A bean, a healthy, friendly, um, inviting, but a shrimp is deceitful and cold, you know? <laughs> Who the fuck ever looked at a shrimp and went, you deceitful prick? <laughs> I would I trust you as far to... as I could throw you. <laughs> yeah. Virile. Shrimps right. are famously virile as well. Um, oh yeah <laughs> sorry so yeah a, a title saying Tommy appears beneath him so Tommy could you please explain the origin of the events that took place last Friday Tommy inhales and goes to speak but he can't find any words he shrugs and looks to camera we cut to black title reads one week earlier interior messy bedroom evening we enter over a shaky handheld camera shot as it focuses on tommy at his computer in what looks like a very gross teenager's room a room that tommy should have grown out of by now so tommy what are we doing uh i've got to uh um get some help for a thing these guys look pretty legit right the camera zooms and focuses on his computer screen On it, we see a lot of very upsetting ads to get money fast, including selling things like hair, piss, and semen. In the middle of all of this, we see a very basic, almost clip art looking ad for Gaz and Monica, you need a job, we'll get it done. Email at crimsforhire at (laughs) gmail.com. The camera pauses for a moment before zooming back out. Tommy is looking straight into camera. I feel pretty good about this, right? Interior, dark warehouse day. We cut back to the warehouse to Monica's interview. Uh, So he got in touch and he had a solid plan in place already. Like, even Baz had to admit it was foolproof. Uh, Low security, big score. Sounded too good to be true. Back to Baz's interview. Well, I I did some background digging on him, of course. Found he dropped out of medical school been fired from just about every customer service job he'd ever had since then and is currently living with his parents as baz says all of this we see the classic documentary style scanning of various documents we see an embarrassing student id and letters regarding unpaid student loans and overdue assignments we see an array of letters from various employers using terms like useless unmotivated and lack of focus as baz gets to the parent stuff we see an awkward looking shot of baz with binoculars peering over a set of bins the camera follows where he's looking to the upstairs window of a house where we see tommy walking past he doubles back to look out of the window and baz ducks behind the bins. Tommy sees the camera crew though and after at first pointing and looking confused he smiles and waves at them. Basically he seemed like a right soggy yogurt. I didn't trust him as far as I could throw the cunt. 
but after calming myself down, we see a shot of Baz screaming at a swan. <laughs> Mono. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do in that situation. Just hates like, that. like he goes to a river to scream at us. <laughs> Sorry. Monica explained to me that this job looked like a fucking piece of cake. Walk. Everyone. Fucking piece of cake walk piss. Easy. If he had a brain cell, he might have realised we could have done it himself. So he might as well make some easy money. Back to Monica's interview. So we met the afternoon before the heist and Tommy rehearsed the plan with us one last time. Interior, warehouse day. We see the trio proudly in, stood proudly in the centre of the warehouse discussing the plan. Right, so, um, so we're clear on the plan, yeah? I'm going to enter through the front door, pretending that I'm going there to make another deposit. Another? Huh? Oh, a, a, a deposit. Sorry, misspoke. Get on with it, you knob. The shot punches in on Monica, who looks down the camera, suspiciously. Right, so whilst I'm entering through the front at 8.05... Interior bank, evening. As Tommy's description continues, it overlays shots of the same action happening as the three break into the bank. Tommy continues. I'll, I'll use my natural charisma to charm and distract the clerks and the front desk. Meanwhile, at 8.10, they take the bins out through the door on the side of the building. Once that side door is open, Monica, you sneak in and steal the uniform. We see at this point in the heist that Monica goes. To, uh, Monica sneaks in through the side door and goes to take a uniform out of a locker, but only finds a smart white coat. The montage continues. Now, this place is so low security that there are windows in the back of the vault, so Baz sneaks straight inside. The issue is that the door can only be opened from the outside. So, you grab everything you can off the shelves, but especially the box I'm after. You'll know it when you see it. As this is said, we see Baz slide in through a back window into a square tiled room with lots of shelves and large rectangular steel containers. Baz looks around and we see his breath makes fog in the air and he shivers. He looks around and then double takes as he sees a box on one of the shelves that reads Thomas McIntyre, Deposit 209. Baz tilts his head confused. We cut back to Tommy at the front desk, but continue to hear his narration. Then. I'll go to accidentally spill a glass of water on the front desk and... Excuse me. Before Tommy can spill the water, whilst only mid-sip, we see that the clerk is looking directly at the camera and presumably the <laughs> director and crew as well. Sorry, uh... <laughs> What? <laughs> this is so good. Sorry, uh, are you guys so making good. a film or something? We generally don't allow filming in here. Some of our clients get sensitive. Oh, uh, no, um, it's okay. They're, they're with me. They're also, um, clients. Oh, okay, amazing. Well, the more the merrier, I suppose. Uh, so you gentlemen are all here to make semen deposits as well? We cut to Baz inside the vault. Bright clinical LED lights flicker on uh, and light the scene to reveal he stood in a room with shelves and fridges filled with containers of sperm. He looks dead <gasps> into camera and screams. Interior, bank, evening. Oh, sorry, it's not meant to be bank. Interior, warehouse, evening. We cut back you to Tommy's... You duped us! We cut back to Tommy's talking head <laughs> interview. Yeah, I didn't want the others to know, but I, I wanted to steal my sperm back. There's a long pause, but eventually the director pipes up from off screen. 
Oh, sorry. Right. Why? Well, I made the deposit there the other week for some money, but then I was online and I saw that I could actually get way more for it on the black market. Okay, but surely you could just... Uh, Just what? I mean, just wank again. It's not like that was all of your sperm, right? Tommy goes to speak, but words fail him again. He looks dumbfounded and just stares down the camera. We cut to Baz's interview. <laughs> cunt, why? God, gantuan cunt. To Monica, she seems calm and is sipping a glass of water. So, how did you guys get out of there? Monica puts down the water and lets out a wry smirk looking straight into camera. Well, that's a story for another day. To be continued. Oh my god. Oh, what, what, what is happening to the you, scene? Why am I the innocent one now? What, you what, you, what, you duped you, me, you bastard. You sickos. I, you're obsessed with cum. I honestly, I I thought you might have noticed, but like, I I thought I gasped. When you revealed in your script that it was a sperm bank, I was fucking yeah. so shocked. I, I didn't think like that anyone else <laughs> would go there. And sorry, I should say off the bat before I forget... Um. Shout out to uh, uh, Sam Clayton, my mate from uni, who I was chatting to him the other night um, before I'd written this. And I was saying that I was really struggling with like where to go with it. And he pitched me the idea and he was just like, what if it's a sperm bank? And then I was like, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And then like he helped me, <laughs> he helped me with the idea a lot. But uh, but yeah, I, I could not believe that you went down the same route and and the two of the three scripts in a bank robbery thing two two thirds of them are about sperm banks it's ridiculous i was genuinely expecting all three of them to be especially if i, I honestly if i had to put money on you two which of you was gonna write the fucking sperm bank one i just didn't think about that's amazing god but, you're obsessed with sperm you see. Oh, well you, so sperm. this is the thing so i wrote it and i was like oh, are they gonna both do it so i almost went for food bank Oh right, like after like changing everything, but right. Um, yeah, bravo. Funny that they're both people stealing their own sperm back as well. Yeah, yeah. It's not I just. just like... I just thought that that's like the dumbest and and stupidest thing to, <laughs> well, yeah. to do. And also, I should say quickly again before I forget that I'm proud that um maybe proud's the wrong word, but uh I just like the fact that I've been able to wrap up both scripts now with to be continued and I'm just <laughs> well, mate you've got to you've got to you've got to force that now. Got to keep it going now. <laughs> 2 out 2 out of 10 thus far. You got to you got to make it 3. Fucking hell. But yeah, what did you what did you guys th- I I actually really liked uh that script I like I, I it was yeah, I really like it it was the one I did like uh, alright how does your own dick taste fucking hell no no but I just like I, <laughs> no, I, I just I'm taking good. the face I'm taking the face no it was really I, good I didn't dude. like I didn't like last week's and like there are others of mine that I like didn't really like you know I thought they were funny but like I didn't think that they were like particularly like good but like I don't know I just thought that like the, I don't know that screaming at a swan is honestly the screaming at a swan it's fucking shit also I might cut, I might cut this out because it genuinely sounds like I'm like sucking my own dick but like there's loads there's like lots of hints to like the fact that it's a sperm bank throughout like when he's looking on the computer at, um 
at oh, Gazza, yeah. Gazza Monica's thing. Oh yeah. But yeah, like he's 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 looking at like sperm sale stuff on the on the computer, and then like there was another thing as well. Oh, when they meet, that he's like, I'm uh, pretending that I'm there to make another deposit, and then Monica calls him out on it, and then she like finds a mm. lab coat in the lock. Like, I don't know. Like I just like. Yeah, yeah. And unlike a lot of other scripts, last week being a prime example, I just felt like that all the like moving parts in this one were just very like like I just felt that it that it like worked. You know, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I loved it. Yeah, I definitely. loved him getting called out for having a camera. Yeah. Well, that was something I thought of because like it would happen, <laughs> wouldn't it? If a bank, yeah. if like someone was going in there like being the fool guy or like the straw man to like like is that the right term to like try and like sort of distract and like uh, maybe straw man is to like take the blame for stuff, but like you know what I mean, like th- like the the pe- the people like going about and like trying to be all stealthy and stuff and like all swat. Like I was basically imagining like the oceans films with all of those guys like sneaking around the casino, yeah, but yeah. then like if there was just a full camera crew, <laughs> then people would be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But yeah, yeah, great, dude! Bravo! Fucking hell! I really enjoyed it. I cannot fucking believe. I I don't know why. I'm I'm surprised that you thought that we were all going to go for it because I genuinely was so shocked that you had done the same thing as me, Josh. I find I think that's nuts that both of us did fucking sperm bank. That's so stupid. Oh, that's just classic. It's your classic subversion, mate. Amazing. Well. That brings us uh, pretty neatly towards the end of our episode. Normally at this point we roll the uh, prompts for the next episode, but first, a little game that we've introduced ourselves in this episode is Ollie, uh, is Josh and I have got to pick a name for Ollie's uh, alter ego this, this season. Um, I think we should all have one eventually. Next yeah, week we'll, we'll, we'll figure it. Someone else's. And... Yeah, that's good. What, uh, what's, what's his first name then, Archie? I've got his surname ready and ready to go you've got it ready to go okay oh yeah his i'm gonna go simple you know i'm gonna go calvin (laughs) well i think after that script his surname has got to be spit marvin calvin spit marvin Calvin Marvin. that's so good he is the founder of spit marvin he doesn't sound as innocent as as i thought then again, it sounds more innocent than Sanguini Linguini. Yeah, that is very true. That's very, very true. <laughs> well, Mike, my name's Calvin Spitmarvin. Yeah, there we go. Calvin right, Spitmarvin. There you go. Fucking hell. Okay. Next week, if we make Archie's name up, yeah. we'll do Josh. We'll do, we'll do a new one next week. Uh, well, Josh, oh, um, if you could do the honours, please, and take us away with the prompts, you bloody scoundrel. All right. Uh, well, we have... A lake. A lake? A, yeah, a lake as in big pond. Okay. Or small sea. Mm. Um, no. That's not, no. <laughs> that's not what that is, for sure. <laughs> the Great Lakes are basically oceans, mate. They are huge. Oh, that's true. To be fair, he's got us there, Ollie. I didn't think of the Great Lakes. <laughs> Oh, well, they are great. Oh, you've now. only been thinking of mediocre ones, mate. Yeah. Um, I feel like a fool. The person is reality TV star. Oh. So this is going to be a real person in our... Is it? Or... No. I, oh, well, uh, I guess I guess we can invent a reality TV yeah, star. Yeah, I guess... Either, like, either or. I guess we'll see We'll see how we, how we deal with it. Yeah. And the genre 
very on brand for this episode. We were talking about it at the start. The genre is a heist film. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, no. There we go. Wow. So make sure they're not too similar to this week's. It's like we're having oh, yeah. we're having stuff roll in from the last one. You've got your to be continued. There's a lot of sperm. We did porn the last week. There's a lot and now of sperm. we've done bank robbers and bank, and we got a heist film next week. Sperm and spit marvings and crime are going to be a theme. Sperm and spit marvings. That's going to be the the title of this episode. <laughs> sperm, and, sperm and spit marvings is going to be the theme for this um this series. I think especially sperm. Look out, keep an eye out for the sperm. Um, especially um, right well, now, I'm I'm putting it on the list of places. Is Spit Marvings Family <laughs> Bakery? Oh, very nice. Yeah, that's good. Or is it a butcher or is it a baker? Because both make pies. He's a butcher, isn't he? Spit Marving. Calvin Spit. Oh, he's a baker. He's a baker. He's a baker. Ah, oh. well, he, he makes pastry, doesn't he? Yeah, but you can you you can. Oh, he makes butch, meat. As butchers well, make pie. He makes meat. Does he? <laughs> I think you're. A, I think you're a week late for that script. Jesus. <laughs> um, that's just right. that's just tacky, Josh. That's just that's just, ta- that's just shameful. That's I'm sorry. That's, yeah, yeah. crass. Thank you, Ollie. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to what we were talking about Archie earlier on. But anyway, let's just <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll chat later. Um, yeah. Right. Like, fuck <laughs> Every day with this shit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so thanks for joining us on episode two. We hope you enjoyed. Um, and uh, yeah. Join us join us next time um for a lake, a reality TV star and a heist film. Ollie and Josh, any final comments? I look forward to more spit marving. Oh uh, yeah. More sperm, more spit marving. I definitely <laughs> look forward to more sperm. And I hope you do too. Do you spit marving or swallow marving? <laughs> <laughs> And with that, it's a goodbye please from me. Uh, <laughs> do you want to know who goes next? I don't know. A goodbye thank you from moi. Oh. I guess I'm left with the goodbye fuck off. It's just rude, isn't it, Josh? Oh, come on, man. Yeah, classic. Oh, sorry. Goodbye, hello. From me. See you next hello, time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Fuck it out. Fuck it out. Fuck it Thanks to our sponsor, Smooth My Balls. Go to smoothmyballs.com forward slash 3mtpod or use 3mtpod at the checkout for 15% off. Person, Sean Bean. Place, a bathroom. Genre, an advert. Interior, a hallway in a house. Roger Moore is walking through and knocks on the door of the bathroom. What's taking so long, Sean? We need to make it to the ad shoot. I know, but they've asked my costume to be speedos, and I can't do that with the current state of my shire, if you catch my drift. Roger goes into his pocket to produce a Smooth My Balls Turf Chopper 3.0. Here, try this. I used one of these on the sets of one of my films. It was such a fine, accurate and close shave that I was able to write 007 in my pubic glen. The door unlocks and opens enough for a hand to pop out and grab it. Oh, cheers, Rog. 
We hear some buzzing and the door opens again. We get a shot from behind Sean, looking up through his legs at a startled Roger. Oh my, Sean, your horn of Gondor is showing, and it looks marvellous. The screen fades to black. Thanks to our sponsor, Smooth My Balls. Go to smoothmyballs.com forward slash 3MTPod or use 3MTPod at the checkout for 15% off.